everybody, and welcome to the pilot episode of our Candid Community Leadership Podcast. Hey, we want to use this podcast to be real, we want to be transparent, and we want to inspire you as a community leader, a business leader, or a leader wherever you might have influence. I'm your host, Nick Glue, and during the day, I lead Marion Economic Development Corporation. I'm, I'm an economic developer by profession. Any other time, however, I'm just like you. I'm working hard to be a better leader, not just in my community, not just in my business, but in my home as well. I want to be real with you right up front. This podcast is a project I've contemplated for the past year. I love listening to great podcasts. I believe it's a platform that so easily goes wherever your audience may be. Now, as we sit down to record this first episode of our new podcast, we're in a time of great uncertainty. We're about a month into the significant spread of COVID-19 here in the United States. In fact, the only certainty I have in my day is that I can promise you I could fill the entire day on Zoom calls or other online webinars. Can you relate? So a multitude of organizations are scrambling right now to provide value and to support to their clients, to their constituents, whoever their audience might be through online meetings. That includes our economic development organization. So we want to continue to be thoughtful in how we communicate with you. But circling back to this podcast, it's being a project that we've contemplated over the past year. I believe now more than ever is the time for leaders to step up and try something new. Lead in ways that you have never done before. Try something that stretches you to jump outside the box. So we're going to do that through this podcast. But the intent of this podcast is not to deliver the same messages that we deliver through social media, through our membership e-blasts, newsletters, YouTube channels, or other means that we have. We want to use this platform to have intentional, deeper conversations with community leaders who, at the end of the day, are human beings just like you and I. We want to take the situations of today, how those situations evolve, and apply them to real people that we interact with on a daily basis. So today we start with my own team. We are no different than teams you are a member of. One week we were operating in a comfortable office suite, we were doing business just as usual, and the next week we were scattered and we were isolated from one another. Uh, we were performing triage to our business partners in need. We were reevaluating strategy that seemed so perfect for 2020 just a week prior. But things changed quickly. And with that, our daily routines changed quickly. And that's the topic that we want to discuss today. We think you should all relate to the complexities and, quite frankly, the securities of routines that have now been turned upside down. And I wanna welcome in my staff at Marion Economic Development Corporation. Uh, this morning, like each morning over the past three weeks, I'm joining everyone from our basement office. Michelle Klein, uh, who's my executive assistant, is joining us from her cozy living room chair. Uh, Emily Russ, our marketing and workforce specialist, joins us from her home. She's about 30 miles away. And Dustin Kern, our business retention specialist, is joining us from his home, uh, located about 10 blocks uh, from my house. So, hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So when I say the word routine, what word or thought immediately comes to your mind? So I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, Emily, go. Yeah, um, I really enjoy a good morning routine. 
And um, once this all started to come about with change in um, schooling, with the kids being home, I really um, started getting up later because I didn't have to account for my morning commute. And so um, that really kind of messed with just the feeling of, of normalcy. And so um, I've gotten back to getting up early, um, getting in a morning workout, doing some reading in the morning, trying to plan out my uh, meals for the day just to keep that level of baseline <laughs> normalcy um, and then trying to stay productive working from home. It just seems like the days and the minutes are passing quicker than, than a day in the office. Um, so that's been an interesting twist on things, but just, just trying to keep spirits up and the kids as normal of a routine as possible. Um, we've kind of readjusted with our kids' schedule, um, keeping um, them home. And my husband is still working full-time, and so that's been, that's been an adjustment <laughs> for sure, trying to keep them um, learning and connected with their, their teachers. And um, I was not meant to be a teacher, so <laughs> that's been an interesting take on things. So I'm, I'm married to a teacher and, uh, she, uh, would argue it's, it's kind of funny, uh, the same thing when all of a sudden you're, you're put in that position, whether you're educated to be a teacher or you're just, you're a teacher because you're a mom or you're a dad, um, boy, it's sure different when all that has to happen in your, in your, in your home environment. I can totally relate to the morning routine thing. As you all know, I'm an early morning person, usually up about 5 AM. And for the first couple of weeks, it was a big struggle to reestablish a routine where I got up at the same time and just felt good about myself uh, because of just how my morning routines uh, happen. Uh, Dustin Kern, uh, you and I, our kids go to the same elementary school and, uh, and, and our, our routes, our routes align typically in the morning. So there'd always be that kind of friendly wave on the street as we go by. What, what, uh, what comes to mind when you think about routine now today? You know, uh, short and sweet, four words, kids, exercise, food, and work. That's it. That's what comes to mind. It's short and sweet, you know, just readjusting to the kids' schedule, how they, you know, are, are involved and we need to accommodate them. The exercise component, you know, it's something where there's time available. That's one thing that we can control. Um, a lot of the things that are outside of our controls and being decisions being made by others, we can't control that, but exercise we can. Food, you know, got to put food on the table, got to eat. Uh, but man, my kids aren't old enough to make their own food. So we have to do that three times a day versus, you know, twice before. And then work, can't put food on the table without working and having money. So those are the four, uh, four words that come to mind to me. It's definitely changed. Yeah. Michelle, how about routine in your house? Yeah, you know what? I, I feel like I'm one of the fortunate ones. Um, our routine has changed as a family. My personal work routine, other than not going into the office to see all of you, um, I still spend time in the morning just from my cozy chair. Uh, and then I head to my store where I spend my afternoons. And really, it's our evening routines where I don't have any place to take my kids for activities. So our evening routines and our weekend routines are probably the most different, but yeah, I, ca I consider myself lucky for some normalcy as far as what, what I get up and do each day. 
I can relate last night um, after ending the the work day per se uh, from my home office, I walked upstairs and I said to my wife, we've got to do something. And she looked at me like, I've been doing something all day long and welcome <laughs> to the party. And sure, let's, let's do something. You know, she's, she's spending time with the, with the kids all day. She's the one that's kind of facilitating uh, their, their education. She's the one that, you know, she's, she's a teacher as well. So she still has a job to do from home. And um, it, it's kind of that every evening it's um, it's almost like, we, we don't really need to do something, but after I'm sitting in one room all day, like I have to do something like I have to do something for my own, uh, mental good, right? Uh, the sun's shining more, get out and go for a walk, get on the bike and ride. Um, you know, is finding it refreshing that, you know, even though we're supposed to stay together with just our immediate family members, you stand out in the garage and you can see the guy across the street is doing the same thing. And so, you might be having a conversation at a little higher vocal levels, but boy, just engaging in that type of uh, intentional conversation can can really be refreshing as well. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, as we were all kind of adjusting to what work uh, looked like uh, in, in, our, in our own places, uh, one of the ideas that I suggested was kind of the whole list thing. Um, I find myself when I work at home, I'm surrounded by so many different distractions. Um, I might have distractions here in the office, but they're just different distractions at 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 home. And so I, I was really finding it difficult to start a day knowing what I needed to do and then end the day and look back and say, I came anywhere close to completing those tasks. So I, I encouraged you all, let, let's think of three important things on a daily basis, write them down. It's kind of that whole mantra of a list and checking things off the list just because there's there's a mental side of feeling good that you that you that you check that box you accomplish something you had some kind of win throughout the day i've tried to continue doing that i've always been a little bit of a list person but i've 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 kind of tried to come back to that a little bit more intentionally because in today's world it it feels good it maybe feels a little bit better to check something off your list how how have you all tried to refocus or kind of accomplish that that same type of thing um, staying focused at the task at hand versus getting distracted by all of the things that are going around going on around us at home I'll chime in here this is Dustin I uh, I haven't been as prudent I, I should say as far as making lists but I find myself taking a lot more notes kind of the same thing, the equivalent of just because, you know, in the past, I'd be able to keep it in my head focused in the office, just everything would kind of stay in that environment. Whereas now, you know, I just look out the window and my mind can wander because I'm seeing more people. I'm seeing cars, vehicles. I hear a dog bark. I see a dog. I see a cat. So I just, if I'm in the middle of something, I just write down just the name of, you know, something related to the task I'm working on. And it, it, it generally helps. Now, I don't have the uh, most organized office. I've never been one until I started working for you, Nick. But uh, uh, it, it's, it's gotten a little bit better. So I've just been really trying to organize a little bit more by writing more stuff down. Well, let me tell you, Dustin, your office is pretty clean right now. And I'm, I'm going to say it might have to do with the fact that you haven't been in it for 30 days. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> as long as you haven't cleaned it. 
<laughs> uh, Emily, Michelle, what about you guys as far as staying focused throughout the day? I think you're just forced, maybe also keeping kind of going back to our first topic of routine. Um, I try, we try to do schoolwork here in the mornings when I'm working from home, which has worked to keep the house somewhat quiet, making it possible to actually get some things done. I feel like if we're all kind of focused in a quiet time, that makes it a little bit easier to not. We have my husband in the basement from his office and then our, our college girl is home. So she's up in her room doing her online classes. And then the other three are kind of floating around the house and, and staying focused. So really for my morning time, when I'm, when I'm here with Medco, um, we're kind of all working. So that does make it a little bit easier. I guess, as far as being able to get things done quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, how about you? Yeah. I, I went into this thinking, well, if I'm home, our house should be much cleaner. And I've it's still just as much of a mess as it was before. Um, I feel like I've spent more time working because I'm not accounting for a commute and um, it's here. So I'm, I'm starting my day by you know writing a to-do list and then I'll go back through and number them based on priority and they don't, all get accomplished at the end of the day, but at least I I identify which ones are the most important. Um, it, it seemed like the first couple of weeks at home, there was, were so many emails coming in um, about the pandemic and it was hard to feel organized when my inbox was out of control. So I finally just took a couple of hours and cleaned that out. And now things seem like they're getting a little bit back to quote unquote, normal, um, focusing or readjusting to some of my prior goals. Um, so that's, I feel like housework is even more um, uh, neglected <laughs> right now than I expected. So I, I feel like I'm staying mostly focused. <laughs> that's really interesting. So are you saying, you know, we all know the thing, uh, I'm, I'm married to one of them that has that, that has the same thing they, they call mom guilt from time to time. Are you suggesting it's almost a, a, a it's almost a, a new dynamic as far as how if some of those things that you feel like you need to be taking care of should be more easily done at home that you're finding out or not. Yeah, that, that's an interesting thing. Even to like leave my, even to leave my work area for to go do the dishes during lunch, like give myself 15 minutes. I'm like, why is it still such a mess? And you know, just even more plugged into work than I was before. Going back to Dustin's point, it's because our kids and our families are eating all the time. Yes, the kitchen is being time. used so much more. The yeah. sink is always full. Always. Yes. Oh, my God. It's always. unbelievable. Our dishwasher <laughs> runs two times a day. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Same here. It is unbelievable. We received our Mid-American Energy bill, which, you know, here oh, in wow. Marion is just for our gas utilities. And typically, you know, the month of March into April, you'd start seeing that gas bill drop. And it was interesting. Our our bill was about twenty dollars more than a year ago in April. And in my mind, I thought, "Yep, we're probably using a lot more hot water." My wife's discovered a, a new therapy with uh, uh, spent a little more time in the bathtub per se. She's going to love that I shared that. That's <laughs> hot water, you know. It's uh, our electric bills are probably going to be the same, right? Because we're just all using more of home, trashing more of home. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, we even have our, oh, go ahead. Go no. ahead, Emily. Oh, I was just going to mention, we even have our thermostat set to go way down during the day. And so I'm always cranking it back up because I'm, I'm home. <laughs> so um, you guys all know that I, I have a problem. I can tend to always be a fast paced person. So I, I, I admit my, admit my, my challenges right there. So I, I always typically have high expectations, how we plan, how we operate, how we execute. And, and often it's just in my mind that it's like, go, go, go. And now we're separate. And I, I feel like it can be easy for myself and maybe maybe it's all of us like we get in that like i'm only thinking in my own mind about what i can influence about what's on my plate and it's it it's hard to maintain kind of that 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 team think do you agree with that are, are there some ways that we can kind of you know here together learn how to how to be how to do better yeah i think it's it's hard to still feel like you're part of a team when you're in isolation every day and so i think our daily meeting just seeing somebody else's face as much as I am tired of seeing my own face on Zoom meetings every day. Um, that has helped just to, even if we're not necessarily talking about what we're up to, just to chat for a couple of minutes and feel like, you know, that have that team aspect brought back into the, into every day. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The, uh, you know, our, daily nine o'clock is just kind of refreshing to see everyone and chat a little bit and and adding on to that you know nick you added the one-on-ones i mean back when when we were in the office and you probably were annoyed with it but i would usually go get coffee or go get water and it was really hard to not stop in and chat with you a little bit which was probably a distraction but at the same time we chatted uh I'd say at least 80% about business and we'd kind of elude into some personal stuff, but that's part of the daily routine. So that, that one-on-one that we've added in has been beneficial just to kind of catch up on a personal level. Yeah. I think I really sense that. So we, we have a, I think I mentioned earlier every, every morning it moves around a little bit, but typically it's about nine o'clock in the morning. Our team jumps on a zoom call The the agenda is not overly, structured it's just an opportunity to check in and i think as as you guys just mentioned perhaps to just uh, see each other's faces for uh for a few moments to see that there are other people that are okay too um you know maybe that's the most reassuring part but you know a couple weeks into that and this is where i'll kind of kind of migrate to to the next question i really felt like I, I needed to be able to check in a little bit more. Like I, I wanted to be able to ask some questions about each of you individually. How's your families? And if there was something that came up that um, that you wanted to share that that maybe you know you weren't comfortable sharing with the whole team, I wanted to at least provide that that opportunity for for you to do so. And luckily, it seems like at least amongst our small group, so so far we're doing all right. Um, but it was just, you know, even even as a leader, it's constantly thinking like I, I'm not used to managing a team that like we're never together. I'm not sure that these one-on-one meetings are are the be-all end-all. But boy, week by week, I'm guessing teams that continue to be um, distanced from each other, it's we're we're all learning together. Like we're we're all learning kind of uh, how we can function on our own. We're all learning how we can help help each other. And I'm going to be first to admit, I I don't, I do not have the playbook for this. So any other thoughts just on how we as a team have continued to adapt or, or evolve over the past, over the past month? 
I think just going back to the one-on-ones, those have been nice to, because initially, Nick, you're such a, a fixer. How can we make this better? How can we support our business community? But it was nice to be able to have those conversations of, okay, this this is not fun, but it is what it is. How can we continue to, to do our best and show up for everyone, but at the same time be transparent and say, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard to be home by ourselves. Um, but we're safe and we are blessed that we have this opportunity to enable um, to be home. But so I think those conversations have helped me personally. Michelle, well, I want to want to go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, because early on, you know, if somebody had told us, all right, in six months, this is what life is going to look like. Obviously, this would all be a different scenario, but we all had about six hours to figure it all out. So I think early on, when we kind of were thrown into this hot mess, um, just keeping that whatever it was for if we met for five minutes each day, or if we met for a half hour, whatever it was, it was a little piece of normalcy um, to see everybody's face, no matter how long it was for, and it was something consistent. Again, going back to routine, but I'm a believer that we all love routine from being a kid all the way up. Everybody loves a routine. So, um, yeah. No matter how many days we have to see Dustin and realize he hasn't shaved. I did a little. I did a okay, little. good. good. <laughs> I'm, glad our, I'm glad our listeners still can't see that, Dustin. That's right. That's right. Uh, Hey, Michelle, I want to come back to you because you're in an interesting situation because, you know, you work half time for our organization and you and you run your own business. And it, it has been very interesting to see how many small businesses have drastically pivoted to be able to re- remain relevant, to be able to continue to produce income. And I think you're just really knocking it out of the park. Can you t- tell me a little bit about that journey and how, how is your business, which if people don't know, the Potter's Obsession, you've had that for many, many years. How, how's that going? Um, going good in the middle of all of this. Um, you know, uh, it, we were all geared up for spring break. We had ordered a bunch of pottery, which is normally a really good time for the store. And um, we were ready to start the week and enroll and Sunday the schools announced that they were going to be closed for those next two weeks and it was just like a bomb went off and the next thing I know I was calling High V and I bought about 500 of what they considered jello shot cups um, because I knew that I was going to have to send paint out of my store and not have people in my store. And it, it really was two weeks of just spinning. It was just spinning and you were making stuff up on the fly. And after 20 years, you really thought, oh, I've got this business figured out. Here's the ups, here's the downs, here's how we do this. And, and suddenly people were not able to come in. Um, which is one of the favorite parts about my business is just getting to work with the public and getting to see everybody and people coming and going. Um, So I missed that piece of it. Um, But as far as a community, 
me speaking personally, this community has completely embraced a lot of our small businesses and those of us that, that are able to stay open and we've, we've figured it out. We kind of went into this being an entrepreneur and, and we're kind of starting from scratch. And, um, those of us that have been fortunate enough to, to, like I said, keep the doors open, the community really has rallied. They really are taking good care of us. Um, people have been so kind and I knew ever I knew people were kind, but you know, I think one thing that this thing has taught us is, is patience. And I see it everywhere, every single day. It's just like, maybe because all of a sudden we have time, um, people are like, it's okay. I'll pick that up whenever, you know, no rush and, and things like that. So yeah, it has been a complete, a, a complete flip. One I was not expecting, but to be honest, it has forced myself and many others to be very creative in their business after maybe being complacent for a long time. So it's kind of been exciting. I have each week, I feel like I'm announcing a new thing that I never would have done had we not been in this situation. So there are many and will continue to be many devastating stories of businesses who were not able to um, come out of this. And I think our hearts all go out to those businesses. But I think on the flip side of this, and your story is, in, is included, there are businesses that, that were able to pivot, were able to keep their sales channels open, and at the end of the day, will, will come out stronger. And so kudos to you, Michelle, for just the great work uh, that, that you've put into that. I, I cannot cannot imagine uh but great job i i want to pivot just just real quickly so here's a quote i i can't attribute it back to who its author is so i'll just say it's not from me but it says for your employees to perform well they have to feel well let's go around the horn you feel well dustin kern you know i do um and i think it goes back to i'm probably even though you can't see me uh in the best shape of my life considering the past four or five weeks, you know, our family has kind of this family exercise program from 9.30 to 10.30, it's our thing. We, uh, we, we, we exercise together, we go for a run, we go for a bike ride. We're fortunate enough to have a, a accessory building on our property that has an indoor basketball court. Um, as Nick, Emily, and Michelle know, my we're ultra competitive parents, our kids are in every sport possible. And, uh, you know, it, it just allows us the family time, the exercise. But again, it goes back to things that we know we can control during this period. And it's being able to go out and get in better shape and, and make yourself better. So I actually feel really darn good. Emily Russ, I know you're a you're a workout fanatic as well. And in fact, you've you've given us a peek inside of your basement with some of your children uh, early in the morning, which have been some entertaining videos. So there's there's kind of that physical there's that physical side of things. Um, you know what else? Do you, I'll, I'll ask the question to you. Does Emily Russ feel well? Yes, I I'm able to. Um, luckily, we happened to purchase a treadmill right before this happened, and so in addition to those. Uh, morning workouts, which my kids have joined in a couple of times, but I'll um, do a mile here or in there during um, lunchtime in the morning. And so I'm getting four times as many steps as I ever did before. Um, and But I have the kitchen at my disposal right now. And so trying to um, 
do better in that area and doing more um, planning of, of meals. And we're actually um, sitting down together every night without so many evening activities and actually um, planning out dinners. That's been a very, very good change for us that I hope to continue when, when things um, get a little bit busier. And I think um, on that note, I probably won't continue with some of the um, sports activities that our kids were in before. They haven't mentioned missing them. So maybe <laughs> we won't do them. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, Michelle, that was, that was really smart of me to ask the feel well question to our fitness buffs on the team. And <laughs> they just go right down the trail of talking about how much they're working out and physically feel well. What, what, what's your thoughts when I ask the question about feeling well? Uh, you know what? Actually, um, I have to say yes, because one of the things that is as far as keeping our minds well and ourselves well, um, we miss grandma. And so we meet grandma at 430 whenever the weather allows. And we walk uh, trails. We've we found several, and so we are getting our two-mile walk-ins every day, the entire family. Um, not quite to the level as the other two here in the group, but um, you know what? Just getting to see Graham, even though it's from a distance and we're outside and getting fresh air, it's not only helping us um, physically, but kind of mentally, too. So that mm -hmm. part's been good. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's wrap up with this. I mean, I think through any trial, any challenge, we always have to look for that silver lining. What What are the positives that when we get a few months down the road and we look back on this, uh, that, that we might reflect on? You know, I think we've all talked about family time. We've talked about the fact that our evening routines are less complex. I know for our household, my wife has mentioned how, boy, it sure is kind of nice that piano lessons are now uh, through an iPad with a live teacher. And I'm not having to race from work to pick up the kids, stop home because they're starving, grab a snack, run across town, drop off at lunch. Oh, Leah needs to be to dance. Now Landon needs to be to baseball. Um, a lot of that stuff minus baseball, we're still doing, but it, but it, but it's less, it's less stressful. Um, so I think the simplicity of our evenings, I think as, as, as was just shared for us is, is one of the silver linings that I, I think will make us reflect back on this time as we're tempted to get back into kind of the normal evening grind per se. Emily, I really liked your comment about activities that your kids haven't asked for or mentioned that they missed. Uh, perhaps, perhaps there's a door there to walk through and, and embrace, but um, I'm going to say the silver lining for us has, has been just the pace. Um, you know, while it's probably not a pace that we would say we would, uh, crave for that we would crave forever. It, it's definitely a pace that has made us be more mindful and I hope will continue to make us more mindful and reflect on this when we kind of get back to whatever normal looks like in the future. Uh, how about you guys? Silver linings. Dustin, what do you think? You know, I go, I think about since this started, um, every evening, usually it's around 7.30, 8 o'clock. We've been, as you guys know, binge watching, if you will, the Lost series. 
that uh, my wife and I watched. Was when that nineteen ninety something? No, no, come on now, that's that's aging. Still a great me. show. Okay. Uh, when it was around my, let's see, our son was born, so two thousand five ish, six ish. But I tell you, I sit down there every night in our lower level on the TV, and I think the four of us are sitting down here watching something for an hour, hour and a half, because that's usually what it takes to rifle through two episodes. And we haven't done that for years just because of the the busy schedules, the practices, the evening activities. So I'm going to look back and say, man, that those were good times. So just kind of that family time. The other thing I was thinking about is just – you know, all these Zoom meetings and team meetings and, you know, these conversations that we're having where you see someone, you know, I, I'm hoping and planning to continue to use them on a certain level when things get back to somewhat of a normal um, environment, because I think it's just it's awesome. And for me, you know, I'm not uh, technologically challenged, but I am to a certain degree, as Nick would remind me. Um, it's allowed me to kind of feel more techy and feel more in tune with what's going on out there. So it's been kind of fun to use all these Zoom meetings. And and uh, I've actually been part of meetings where I feel like I'm the expert trying to tell people what to do with it, too. So that's that's another silver lining for me. Yeah. Michelle, what about you? Silver lining. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably echoing what everybody said. I think it's the pace. I think it's the slowing down. Uh, it's, it's the family time, uh, right now it's Wednesday night, our survivor nights and any other night we're, we're, we're catching a movie. We watch a lot of cooking shows, a lot of food network more than we ever thought. (laughs) Um, but that has been great. so, So the pace and then kind of on the business side of things, it, really has been kind of exciting to to throw on that marketing creative hat again that I probably haven't done in years and, and trying new things there. So kind of twofold for sure. Emily, final words? Yeah, I would just say the, the flexibility of being home um, and making it work because it has to work and and realizing that it can be an efficient process if, if it's needed. Um, and just being home, I, I can't believe this, but my husband said he likes me more <laughs> now since I've been home so much. Never would have expected him to say that. And it's just, it's been nice to be able to have dinner together every night. We never, never did we do that. I wish that I could say that we did, but we were just always going in a hundred directions every night. And um, it's nice to be able to, to have that time now. Hey, thanks everybody for this uh, grand little experiment that you've uh, that you've come along uh, with me on. I, I appreciate you really uh, opening up a little bit. We'll, we'll call this our staff meeting for the day. Does that work, everybody? Okay. Works great. Okay, and 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 we hope you, our listeners, were able to glean just a little bit of relevance, and I don't know, maybe some crazy ideas for your own life, uh, your own work environment, uh, or or you know your home. A lot of what we talked about was about what's going on uh, in our homes. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please watch for additional episodes. Our goal is to produce some content each week uh, with some influential community and business leaders willing to allow us to get behind the scenes, kind of like we did today, 
through their unique positions of influence in these challenging times. Thank you for listening to this episode, this pilot episode of Candid Community Leadership. Wherever you lead, wherever you have influence, aspire for excellence. Be real with the people you lead and let's be candid. We can all do better when we grow together.